Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. We've reached episode 99, uh, all very exciting. It's an extended episode, it goes on and on and on and on, so I won't keep you. Just to remind you that if you can, please subscribe, rate and review our funny little show on your podcast app of choice and it helps us with our ratings and our whatever. I don't know really how it helps us, but it's just nice. And to say that we always like to hear from you either on social media, on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop, through Facebook, or of course you can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. That's it. I've got no other news or information, so let us push on with episode 99 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Uh, oh, finally some JJ Kale. Uh, episode 99 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, River Runs Deep. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. I'm here with Dan Hello. and Graham. Hello. And I'm here with Dr. Eusebio, Spider Lucas. Good. And Johnny. Yeah. And Hello. we have wired up an old car battery to something that we found down the back of one of the benches. Basically, it's just a mouth and a hand. Oh, it's Paul. But we think it's working. So we also welcome back part of Paul. Hello, part of Paul. <laughs> Hello. You can't tell, can you? You can't tell which part of me it is, though, can you? No, although no, uh, obviously guess. the mouth. Can somebody just tilt him a little bit because it's all coming out of one side of the it's mouth? A bit there. leaking from one side. Yeah, oozing. Put down some, um, you know, matting kitchen towel or something. <laughs> yeah, juicy. Something. It is a little juicy. Something <laughs> absorbent. Ju- right. Yeah, put down something <laughs> absorbent. <laughs> we haven't played for ages. Hello, readers. We haven't played for ages, readers. So no, we we're have. All, we're all kind no, of. No, we have. We just like, played last week, Mike. Oh, don't course, break the fourth wall. Yeah. I think we broke the fourth wall a very long time yeah, ago. Awesome. Now that we have a bit of pull left, <laughs> we can reattach his wrinkled bag. <laughs> but shall we pull something out oh, of the bag? Just really? be very, very careful. Given okay, what's left of me, yes. you could disrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This moment is all a bit all creatures great and small. So I reach in. Uh, just finished episode 70 of your podcast, all episodes of which were binged in three weeks. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean... Like, record. Incredible work by you all. I started a game of billowing bingo, wow. where I listen out for common phrases such as, I don't mean to meta game here, but uh, <laughs> is yes. he asleep again? <laughs> <laughs> and are you going to gumble? Uh, You're going to gumble. Yeah, that one, that one wears thin a bit, I have to say. No, oh, I like saying yeah. it. Well, also, we don't, do, we don't do it anymore Good. because there's no point in gambling. We need to come up with something else. Oh, God. Okay, kill George. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I now have to wait for Not that I'm criticizing. Instead of listening to three a day, but keep up the good work. And then we, I won't bother with the rest of it because I don't think we want, nobody wants to hear the end of that little message. <laughs> <laughs> he says, he says, I'm rooting for Uncle Buggy. Why? Was he? Did he? God, yes. who are these people? It's like, why do they exist? <laughs> How do they exist? <laughs> well, you know. How do they exist? Well, it's like J.R. Ewing, isn't it? Yeah. And it keeps you watching. <laughs> I can't wait till I we have meet yet to receive Marcus a free Doombringer. pint in Wetherspoons, which is the measure of some sort of success. Johnny, I'll buy you a pint. Wetherspoons apparently no, do No, no, it's got to be a someone who... It doesn't have doesn't to be spontaneous. Yeah. They do Isn't two that... pound pints, which are basically the leftovers of all the yeah. all the barrels well, Apparently together. they do a 60p shot. Oh, God, what's that God. of? Moonshine. Something that's already been shot by somebody else. Some industrial sludge. It's a whiskey. It's Tap a water. Oh, God. <laughs> I've never had it. Miniature glass of Tim Martin's sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's what it's the students discovered. A bit like what's happening with the bit of Paul that we've got with us this evening. They just collect all and the little moisture bits that drip off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Lee Smith, for your message. 
It's very kindly received. Uh, we don't agree with you about Uncle Buggy. None of us want Uncle Buggy to survive, especially what's happening. Should we do a recap? Anybody need to know yeah, where I we do. are? Oh, you weren't here, were you? No. They tried the river, the Red River of uh, Nastiness. Mm-hmm. How much did he miss, Paul? Burple used his figurine of wondrous power, turned out to be cursed. It attacked them. Did, were you present for any of this? No. no. I, I, the last thing I did was when we were setting up for that session. Oh, okay. Well, suffice to say, everybody's decided... in the middle of a... Everyone's just been enclosed in a trap apart from me. Well, Sessions yes, flew they, they, down on his broom, didn't he? Um, down the they river. They decided to head I south. Did... Down the steps on oh. the other side of the room where you rescued Hesty. Yeah, we'd flown. And there's a, yeah. Yeah. You've flown down and there's a set of steps and then the steps lead to a drop of about 40 feet down to a split corridor that heads off in yeah. kind of odd angles. Readers, we're looking at a map that you can't see. So there's a corridor hey. at 2 o'clock and a corridor think, at 3 o'clock. Did we not drop Uncle Buggy on the floor was he there that's exactly what happened Parker Parker walked down the walls Alessandra flew down on her little wings of what's it mm-hmm. and at the moment that Uncle Buggy was dropped onto the floor by Sessions an iron door slid across a horizontal iron door slid across sealing off the section you're in from the staircase at the top of the staircase back up in the the world of the people with a future is burple the other thing that happened when <laughs> uncle buggy uh, dropped onto the ground is that the ends of the two passages burst open one of them clearly plugs straight into the flow of this red river the other passage if you like the outpipe we're going to call it <laughs> that looks like it opens out into some kind of channel or cavern or opening where clearly the river is there so enormous quantities of blood red water are about to rush towards you down one passage and it looks like they flush you out of the other passage. You think Well it's good Alessandra. job we got a pool here, you know, sounds a bit like his dealings with Thames water. <laughs> If there's anybody here who has got the real world experience to apply to this problem, it is metagaming. Paul has had several run ins around Fatbergs uh, of his own solo creation. God. Um, he used to sell them, eventually, he started selling them on Etsy. But he- <laughs> <laughs> the shipping is just really expensive. That's so it looks like this water is going to flush you out. You've got Which in Paul's one case is quite round, thing. you think, before you're got. Uh, what would do, you like? So, uh, How I think high Sessions is the flew do do? down the river, didn't he, on his broom? And saw Alessandra, that, yes. Uh, saw that there was a big waterfall or something, or a big yeah. chasm that the water Alessandra was going down. followed the course of the river through its winding passage, back to Paul again, <laughs> and found that it terminated in a vertical pitch over the edge into a sinkhole. Right. Roaring. So this is where they we've been flushed out to, probably. It flashes through Alessandra's mind in the very brief instant that she's got to think about this that where the outpipe seems to be pointing, that would kind of match up with where the sinkhole was. Yes. How high is the ceiling? Well, it's a forty-foot ceiling where sort of where you're standing at the junction, Mm -hmm. but the ceiling of the actual pipes themselves as they head into you are only at about fifteen feet. So you think you've got an opportunity potentially to be pushed up if you position yourself correctly but you don't know how long that would buy you well you said we've got a round you've got a round to decide what to do you've got some rungs on the wall that run down from the staircase to the floor they look like a good thing to hang on to and is the water that's coming down the corridor completely filling this is this is dnd it's just hanging there no i know that but is it completely filling the 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 corridor yes Right. Yes, yes, yes. And is it, it looks coming like from this both is going to be directions or just the one? 
No, no, it's coming from the northeast direction. It looks like it's going to flush you out through the other one. Right. Well, I will. Do, do, do we have the, the bag wall. of holding? Yeah. You do have the bag of holding. It's a bit full, but yes. I mean, it's got Wolverhampton in it for starters. Oh. And well, a grand if I go around, I'll go up, back up the wall. Okay. You think that what would happen is that you bought yourself a bit of time before the level of the water would catch up with you. Whether or not the force or the current would be sufficient to whisk you back down again, mm. you're not sure. But certainly, you would feel well, you're protected from hit the very first on, yeah. rush. Yeah. Okay, not so you're going to walk back up the wall. Sessions, you're floating above the ground, clearly low enough to have dropped Buggy off. Yeah. I, so therefore, about a foot off. Can I grab the broom? The ground. Can I get a ride? Maybe head out eastwards? Are we doing this in round turn order, or are we just... Well, I would say everybody just gets to do one thing. And then, and then the water comes. I'm going to move, move. Um, pick up Buggy if he wants to be picked up. Oh, great. Are you flying? I'm going to go uh, to the three o'clock exit. Down towards the outpipe? Yep. Before I get so you're trying to outrun the water? Yep. Grab onto his ankles or something? Her ankles. Sorry. She moved me. I can move 80 foot. And if you move 80 feet? So that's... To, to the entrance to the... Um, yeah, outpipe is 40 foot. You can fly out. And you know this area because you've been there before. You don't mm. remember this, Paul, because you weren't here. Well, you didn't exist. No. Right, they've gone that way, have they? They're heading for the outpipe. Rather than get flushed, we're just going to outrun it. You're going to try and outrun it? Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to grab Parker and... Parker's already walked up the wall, but you can I, still grab him. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> can I reach him? Yeah, well, if you fly up, you can reach him, yeah. Okay, I fly up sufficient to... I to haven't finished my move yet. Right. I know. I, know. I, I just shout I'm on it. I'm on to Parker, come with me, and I'm going to dimension door into the room behind the room with the uh, lightning thing. Right. Right. The sort of antechamber before the yeah. hesty prison chamber. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm thanks, just, uh, thanks, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Lucas. That was, I mean, that was... It's it was like he's in the room. It's like he's in the room, but it had a You just have to stroke. imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> really, really... I say the words and you imagine it. <laughs> well, it's a good job we don't need the correct answer. Yeah. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's my new show I'm touring with. Come with me if you want to. Live. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of revealing more than you can really see here, but hey, fuck it. There we are. You can see Alessandra, mm-hmm. the terminus, as it were, of this river as it drops over into the sinkhole. There's a little skirt of very slippery-looking rock, and then the water plunges over into depths as yet unknown. Obviously, it's dark, but your dark vision is revealing stuff. The sound is deafening. Yep. You want to keep flying? Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to fly over the sinkhole, drop buggy, and then go up the... I'm joking. It's all right. I'm Go up, clinging to your, your ankles, remember. <laughs> like some rabid ferret or something like that. And then I'm, like I'm some literally going to... ferret. Because that's what rabid ferrets do, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to circle back. Your ankles. <laughs> I'm going to fly in, re- in the reverse to what I did before. And so you're flying back upstream. Back upstream and going to join the join sessions and Parker in the other room. Are there any ledges around the edges? Are there ledges around the edges? Yes. Benson and Hedges. There is a ledge that runs, a very slippery-looking ledge, like a kind of apron of rock, runs around the sinkhole. It looks a little unstable. Theoretically, could someone walk along the ledge? Theoretically, somebody could. There'd be dice rolls involved. Yeah. No and openings of off? Must rule it out for, for you. No, no openings, No, nothing like that. No, it looks like it. Otherwise, it's just a dead end. Yeah. Let's go back to burpledy herpledy hoopledy well, I don't really have much I can do. So what, what you hear... And Sessions and Parker 
appear on the other side of the room from you. Yeah. I go, what's going on? So so basically, a big block came down, or did it go up? That is role-playing. It's yeah. basically critical role at your heart out. Mm. <laughs> uh, the, mm. What's going on? It was a metal horizontal door now. that slid out from the base of the stairs and sealed off the way down. Sort of shing. Right. You could stand on it. I mean, you wouldn't because you'd be crazy to, but you could stand on it. What do you want to do? I'm just giving you the round that everybody else has had. Yeah. I mean, you may not want to do anything. I'm not sure there's anything I do particularly well, want to do. Shall I'll go you... back up and join uh, sessions and Parker and the, Parker in the room with the carpet, sure yeah. in the rug room. We, we, just we may have go. triggered a trap. Yes. And no well, shit, we can, Sherlock. And, and yeah. we can sort of therefore roll the clock forward because well, we should try and go back round by the river now. I assume. Alessandra and Buggy, I presume, you fly back to the beach, back to where you had the battle with the weird blood blobs, <laughs> and you can join the others. Can you reveal the map? I don't think it's going to give you the answers that you seek, but yes, I shall reveal. Purple's vision was saying we should go this way, isn't it? Is that right? Yes, twice he's been visited by a, a vision, and he's felt compelled when presented with this vision of this river to throw himself in it and follow its current. Oh, maybe we're supposed to actually go down into the sinkhole then. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Or there there may be a passage we've found. How we do it, rather than being flushed down there without any control. Mm. We're back to Paul Easier for us. Or search the whole thing around the outside. (laughs) There's no escaping from him. It's a never-ending litany of joy. Never-ending slurry. Grab handles and cushions on the ceiling. (laughs) Okay, that's separate. That's that club in Paris that you visit, Paul. That's oh, different. Well, yes. There is that. As right. Well. Shall we? Shall we just? Shall we just go down. Should we just, yeah. Shall we just go down? Should we just go down? Should we just drop in? We could dangle um, Uncle Buggy. You can dangle well, me. I was thinking of just. I'll just on a rope. Yeah. I'll just drop down, Uncle Buggy. You've got an option to um, say whether you want I'll to come with me or not. Cling on to your ankles. You'll cling on to my ankles as we go down, yeah? Yeah. All right. Anybody else going with them? God, no. Well, I can <laughs> fly and keep an eye from a sort of safe distance. I can carry... Uh, yeah. Like waiting at the school gates? Yeah. yeah. You're going to fly with them? But, you know, I don't I don't want to embarrass them in front of their friends, so I'll hide in the car around the corner. Okay. I can bring one chum with me. Now, that seems very close, ever moved me there. I think you're the you're previous our insurance policy, Graham. Yeah. Would you like to hover reassuringly over this little rock pinnacle? Is this visible, the side passage, or is it underwater now? No, it's all underwater. There's Uh, water flowing, gushing out of the passage that you would have been flushed through. Right, and out into the Would you say it's possible to sort of stand on the edges of this river? There's a little apron of slick rock that surrounds the actual pitch down into the abyss. That you think that with a dice rolls may be involved, a bit of balancing and a bit of whatever, you could... Dice rolls for walking get. or standing? I think Parker probably can just walk there, yes, can't he? Yes, that's, what, that's like... what I'm thinking about. I mean, obviously, you can walk across the water, but I'm assuming that he can't just... He can't stand on the water. He can't stand on waterfalls. No. He's probably got the wherewithal to get to the place. It's a, I think he probably needs to make I will basically a... go down to the halfway point... Stand on the ledge, then. Okay, put yourself on the map where That's you want to be. That's one move would be there. Yeah. Does Burple want to be carried? Yes, I'd like to be carried, please. Okay, okay. You can move yourself next to me then. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to move myself next to you. We've got sessions and Burple on the broom on the sweepstake. We've got Parker clambering along the wall of the watercourse and then clinging like a rabid ferret to the ankles of Alessandra. We have Buggy as they sort of hang over the, the moment of 
decision. Are you going to yeah. lower him down with, on a rope or something? No, I'm just going. What are you going to do? Just going to drop. The two of you are just going to drop together. Yep. Yep. You're certain? Well, Buggy's well. got no choice. Yeah. Okay. Are you happy with this, Buggy? Yeah. Uh, Alessandra and Buggy disappear. I'm going to before we go down. And I'm going to hold my nose and hold my mm. breath. Okay. Well, well. Do we, we hear screams of, of? I've got a. You don't hear anything. I mean, you can hardly hear each other lines. over the roar of. <laughs> You can hardly hear each other over the roar of the... I've got my cataracts. Burple, Sessions, Parker. Um, they've gone. Well, I'm su- slightly surprised at them having plunged themselves into the... Uh, mm-hmm. I think we would say a quiet prayer. Come on. <laughs> You've got to come along. Okay. Do it. To do it. Do it. To the Lady Luck Misfortune. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a blessing on the passage to the, the afterlife. Come on in. The water's lovely. Nobody's going to join them? I could burn a fifth-level scrying spell. Oh, and see what's going on. Yeah. Had a long rest, haven't you? Yeah. Well, then we'd have more informed decision. Yeah, that's quite. Um, it's the only way forward. Well, no, the, I mean, is it the only way forward? We could just. Yeah, anyway, so well, it's in your vision as well. You know, it it's is in, in my vision. It was in the, your vision. The sinkhole wasn't. Um, the river was. Maybe this was your vision was to come and say goodbye to your friends. You know. Yes, maybe <laughs> that's what it was. On their passing into the other life. While you're doing this scrying spell, I will go around these walls and also this inclined plane just by the yep. whirlpool. Clambering. And I will clamber and while well, I can walk across the water bits and then stop and hover and I will have a search. Can you walk around on the top of waterfalls? No, surely not. Yeah, so the text is... Hold on. <laughs> should we do it or should I do a burn a fifth level spell? Oh, I would do it burn a fifth level spell. But they get but it, they haven't they don't know that I'm casting the spell. Yeah. So they get a saving throw. It just says you can move along vertical surfaces and across liquids on your turn without falling during the move. I imagine it's like a conveyor belt. Yeah, so exactly. it's crouching so tiger, move. hidden dragon, you know. Peter Crouch's hidden tiger. As Dan says, it's like the travelator at the airport. Yeah. You're not fixed in space like an immovable rod. I think that you're on the surface of the water, but the surface of the water is moving. Is really where I'm trying to get to with this. My guess was I would be able to sort of walk round the wall. Yes, you could walk round, but and as then you get, get to the incline thing, then make a roll. Exactly. Start doing complicated stuff, you're going to need to make a roll. Start trying to follow the water down the sinkhole. You obviously have a huge advantage with your monkish powers, but you, there would be a risk that you would get basically swept off. What I want to do first is go and investigate the inclined plane to see if there's any... Yeah, there's, it's boring. It's boring, okay. There's nothing obvious there in terms of, I don't know, concealed entrances or yeah, that was anything like that. And it looks natural, it doesn't look manufactured. Okay. So what does your scrying tell us then? Well, I'm going to do a scrying on Alessandra. So Alessandra gets a DC 20 wisdom save. Wow. Uh, Really? If she's still alive. Well, because I know the target well. Well, you keep talking about how you don't really know what she's like. (laughs) 13. Okay, so Use your old dice. (laughs) (laughs) A sensor appears and I can see and hear the target. Well, let's pick up with Alessandra and Buggy, and then we'll pick up with the point at which you cast the spell, which is a few seconds after they pitch off into the nothingness, right? I have nothing but bad news for you, uh, Dan. Um, there is no map for this next section of the adventure. <laughs> this is all going to be done. Future of the mind. 
You couldn't be bothered. Alessandra and Buggy, <laughs> you drop. The force of the water is extraordinary and difficult to resist. Are you trying to have a controlled descent or are you literally going, sod it, let's just drop and see what happens? I think that'll be decided by what it's like to be in the in it. If it's kind of like, if there's nothing I can do about it, there's nothing I can do about it. If it's, oh, it's quite gentle and easy, then I'll try and control it. Think the Goonies or something, right? You're going to be, or a water park slide or something yeah, yeah. like that. I mean, but if, if anything, bigger and more thunderous and less controllable, you're going to be dropping into something which is just like, and off you go. It's a bit like... But because you can fly, you could theoretically sort of, I don't know. It's like controlling things after a... The, the morning after a pretty serious curry. Again, this is something that only you can really um, talk yeah, about with any authority. You know, I get what you're talking about. It's like there's only so much control you can have. Okay, well, egg. I'll, I'll cut egg. it short in that case. Well, egg. I don't know why I said the word egg. Just, I just, you know. Well, egg. 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 Mouse. Egg. You're just what? Mouse. You said egg. You're I said just, mouse. Yeah, don't be wordist. Yeah. Jesus. You're swept by the current and immediately the sinkhole narrows to a sort of choke point at which you'll find yourself kind of bouncing off the walls as you fall. Yeah. I mean, remember that buggy's going before me. You could pick athletics or acrobatics, but you can make a check to see whether or not you can mitigate the buffeting effect. I'll make an athletics check. If you would like to mitigate the buffeting effect, now is the time to mitigate that effect. I'll mitigate that effect. Oh, dear, with a 13. Do you want to use your alt dice? I think I will actually use my alt dice. So Buggy? That is also... That gives me an yep. 18. Okay. Any bonuses? Strength, stroke, athletics. Is that... Yeah, strength, strength so athletics. Plus yeah. 7 is my best. Uh, wow, off you go. Okay. I think that's right. Yeah. Get ready um, for the one. Yeah, I'll just... Can I just roll a few times? No. Uh, 22. Yeah. Okay. You both take half of the following damage. Half of 21, so you take 10 points of falling damage, effectively, mm-hmm. as you'll bounce like... Ouch! Down this cataract through what we're now going to refer to from this point onwards as the first narrows. Somebody remember that. Oh, nice. Okay. So, clues in the name as well about what's to come. <laughs> More narrows? Suddenly, you're in... <laughs> falling through open space. You're in the waterfall still. Mm-hmm. You fall for a few seconds. It must be a couple of hundred feet, something like that. Mm-hmm. You get an instant where you think with some very careful flying and some exertion in exactly the right way, you might free yourself from the flow yeah. sufficiently. Without flying, of course, you're still going to be falling. I'm going to I get a 20. You push yourself out of the flow. Your dark vision reveals to you that you're in effectively a vertical shaft that the flow of water is now running down one side of, Mm -hmm. right? But there's plenty of space for you to fall through. You can see it plunge into a lake. I'm saying that it took you 50 feet to make your escape. There's another 50-foot drop Mm -hmm. into this lake, a lake of red water. You can tell from where you're floating or are you continuing no we're continuing gonna, we're gonna to be flying oh we're gonna be flying okay so you're flying uh, 50 foot up yeah you can tell that the lake itself must be brimming over and falling further elsewhere mm-hmm. further down but you you can't see it not just can't see it because it's dark but can't see it because it's obscured from you by the water flow and the, the narrowness of the aperture that you've been falling down okay this is the point at which dan you can see adesandra your view of her is that she's Flying on her wings of flying. Buggy is clinging onto her ankles like a rabbit weasel. Spirit. She's in a shaft that's about 25 to 30 feet 
wide and about 100 feet deep and down one side of the shaft water is cascading roaring past her right below her there seems to be some kind of lake that this water is crashing into great uh, I'll switch off my flame tongue because uh, it will ruin Paul's dark vision. And potentially set fire to Paul's wings, which is... Yes, and I'm also holding onto his ankles, so can't actually hold the oh, sword yes. side benefit. So the whole thing has been completely... Um, yeah. Let's go back then to Packer Sessions. Do it, do it, do it. Do we know a little bit now about what's going on? Do we want to go down? Or do we know why we're okay. going down, apart from it's a hole to jump into? Well, it seems to be the only well, way forward, doesn't it, really? Now that Burple has seen all this, given his previous vision, does he have any other sense of why he needs to do this? No. Mm-hmm. Are you eating Werther's Originals, Dickerson? No, I'm eating nuts and raisins. What's the ratio of nuts to raisins? <laughs> Not good, actually, in this one. It's slightly... It's just a little bit too much on the nut side than it is. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I prefer back a high nut-to-raisin ratio, mm. actually. Anyway. How are you feeling about your nuts? Salty. I find too high raisin understands. ratio quite uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs too many raisins. <laughs> Not around your nuts. Nothing more uncomfortable than a high level of dried grape. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that note, shall we go down? I guess we now know a safe route, don't we? We can drop through the hole and then fly down the other side. You think that you need to make some kind of rolls to avoid as much damage as possible through the nasty bit. That said, you don't know about that. You don't know about that. So that would be metagaming. Yeah, but we could we could dimension door down there. And what do we not like? Are there any? Um well, we could dimension we could. door. I mean, also, we could just continue watching. You could watch do. for a bit, see what happens. We can always yeah. go yeah. in later. Yeah. If they need us. No rush. Anything from Parker? No. Nope. Otherwise, I'll pick things back up with Buggy nope. and Alessandra. Stick with the guys. Okay. Oh, well, we fold out the uh, deck chair. Come over and to me a bit. I'll, I'll say, Parker, can... quick. They've got loads of treasure. You better go down there really quickly. Uh-huh. Stop them getting it all. <laughs> I'll move us round so we have a better, you know, closer in case we get some seats. I'll pull out the, the <laughs> deck chairs and... Uh, I'll erect a Those screen. seats with the little cup holders in. Yeah. <laughs> Got one in my bag of holding. Do you want to join me here, Purple? Yes. I'm on your broom, so yes, I do. Yeah. You're getting deck chairs out on the broom. Yeah, so the well, obvious... we're getting the piece of cheese out. Is this like, like a, a cup that's on one side's got a wall, on the other side the water's flying over? Like an infinity yeah. pool? Except that you can't see the infinity bit of it. Yeah. You're just looking down a tube, water is flowing down one side of the tube. Yeah. And you can see the water spilling out and spreading in such a pattern that makes you feel that the tube opens into a wider space and then and if, cascading into the surface of a lake. And if we were to do, no, if we were to unresist the way of the water, it would take us over the edge. No, it would take you down into the lake. Take us down into the lake. Okay. Are we sure we need to be in the lake? Going to take a fly around and see what's over the edge. Is well, you edge? could fly down the tube. Yeah. Yes. I thought we'd You've out got of the tube. rock wall all around you apart from on one side where you have a torrent of blood red water. At the bottom of the tube that's formed by rock on all sides apart from the waterfall, yeah. there is a flat surface of water. Well, not flat, turbulent surface of water. You can't see past anything. Okay. You could potentially drop under the surface of the water. You could try and fly through the waterfall to see if there's something behind it. Yeah, I think that's first. I'm going to try and see if there's anything behind the waterfall. Do you need a heel? You know, put my hand through the waterfall, see if there's anything behind it. By waterfall, I mean, I'm not talking about the water gently plays over your hand as you reach into it. I'm talking about a cascading torrent that would... Well, not Niagara, but, I mean... Viagra. You know, like (laughs) Viagra, yeah. We're talking about... Stick buggy into it and see if if he... If you stuck buggy into the waterfall and let go, it would just be... You'd just be gone in an instant. I won't do that. You'd probably never see him again. 
Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, it's like every cloud. <laughs> but the um, <laughs> we're talking about something of that sufficient. You can barely hear each other speak over the roar of the torrent of this water. At least I'm getting a bit of a wash. Ugh. Yeah. Probably the first, first wash for one forever. For a while. So wash. yes, you could find out what was through the waterfall, but you think you need to exercise some quite serious flight control not to be just dashed away by this waterfall as you try to pass through it. Can I just get my rapier? Have I got a rapier? Yep. And yep. just trying to see if there's anything behind the waterfall, but you know, poking through. Is there a wall on the other side? Oh no, it, it reaches. I mean, to the right to the point where your hand is almost in the water, and it's not yet hit anything. There's no point trying. There's no point trying to go in. If you cast your mind back, because this river dropped into the sinkhole, something like 25 feet. Yeah. Width of water. There's no point trying to get through this stuff because we won't be able to control it. So we might as well just go down into the lake. That's what we're going to do. We can drop down to the lake. Okay. As you drop down, give me a perception check. Getting a 16. The closer you get to the lake, 18. Mm-hmm. The tone of the roar of the water changes as you get past a certain point on your way down. Mm-hmm. You're fairly confident that you're now in a broader space with a curtain of waterfalls separating you off probably from something larger behind it. Right. And then the water, the surface of the lake is below you. Okay. You want to keep going down? Yep. The surface of the water is turbulent. You're going to immerse buggy. You're going to immerse buggy. Yep, we're just going to hold breath and go down. I'm going to follow the natural course. Well, you were right about the infinity pool. You drop below the surface of the water. You're in an underground lake, the surface of which is contiguous with a rock shelf, as in there is nowhere to put your head up above the surface of the water. Yeah. The other half of the lake, the half of the lake that the waterfall is plunging into, as you sort of start navigating around, you realise there is an edge to this curtain of water that's cascading down. The lake shallows out, and there is a larger cavern behind the waterfall, the lake continues into that cavern and then tips over the edge in an infinity pool style, just as you expected. Yeah. You can hear that water flow over the edge. It's a gentler thing because it's a much wider apron of escarpment, if you like, that the water is flowing over. Yeah. Yep. But then you can hear it pick up volume past and over the edge. So you suspect that it then reconstructs and then reinforces the flow. Second thing is, from above you and ahead of you, dropping from a void in the ceiling of this larger space Mm -hmm. two figures appear they're flying excellent oh you've not seen anything like them before yeah they could almost just be suits of armor that are animated this sounds familiar maybe ceramic armor certainly some strange material something that you don't immediately recognize they have got twin long swords Mm -hmm. one in each hand they look very like the sculpted figures on either side of the double doors that led to the carpet room before you found Hesty. Yeah. You've seen the design elsewhere in the rooms above. They drop down towards you, and as they do so, they sheathe and shing the two long swords, and they pull glowing, stylized crossbows off their back. And let us roll for initiative. initiative. Well, okay then. This is going to be a very interesting thing to happen. Oh, God. I get a six. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello. Big number. <sighs> okay, Buggy, what'd you get? Six. Alessandra, what'd you get? Six? I got a six, yeah. Purple got 23. Purple, you're aware. We'll leave the others for the moment. Right. Thank you, Kideki. Purple. Is there any land? No, but the water seems very shallow before it tips over the edge, and the flow seems relatively gentle. You think it would be possible to stand in the water there? Maybe not buggy, but you think you'd be able to stand in it, Purple. It'd be up to your knees, at least. Okay. But there's no land, there's no edge. Not that it isn't got water all over it. Right. 
Okay. What sort of scale are we talking? Could I dimension door to say 20 feet away from Buggy and Alessandra? You think that they're less than 500 feet away from you? So, yeah. I mean, I think all you need to do just, is say just where like, you want to go. Because this is theatre of the minor, because I don't have a map, I'm mm. trying, to ascertain no map. The, trying to ascertain the scale. That should tell us something. Yeah. You think there's about 25 foot of shallow pool, maybe more, between the bottom of the waterfall and where it tips over. So a solid, in your part, five to six squares of standable floor plan, were we to be using a floor plan, that you could dimension door to, and you would be standing somewhere around knee-deep in water near Buggy and Alessandra. Can I get... Can, is there a somewhere 20 feet away from them? I'm just thinking if these crossbows turn out to be fireballs. Yes, you could be at least 20 feet away from them, of course. Then I will do that. Uh, I will say they're being attacked or hostiles, I will say, to Parker and say, drop down, we'll meet you mm. down there. Okay, and you're taking sessions with you? Yes. Sessions, roll initiative. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to take damage though, right? Well, 21. You might be a bit of a special case, Parker. 21. First of all, roll initiative, now that you're aware and you've got something to be doing. Right. Nine. Purple, you appear standing, floating. I mean, you've got Sessions' broom. Do you want to be sort of floating just above the surface of the water? Why you not? So you and Sessions appear floating above the surface of the water, about just over 20 feet away from Buggy and Alessandra, similarly floating above the surface of the water, also floating, but higher up above you and sort of in front of you are these two figures, and they fire their crossbows at you. first one is going to pick... Um, Alessandra. But of course. Sessions, Burple. You've seen these people before. Have we? Yes. yes. In the original the Whispering original. Cairn. Yes. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you headed up to the true tomb of Zosiel, you fought a battle against these yeah. animated suit of armor guardian things. It's them again. Right. Same thing. So I was confused by the by you saying that you hadn't seen them before, but you were referring to specifically Alessandra. Alessandra Buggy, yeah. who haven't yeah, seen them before. Yeah. So attacking with the crossbow. Misses, and a 17 is going to be a miss, right, Alessandra? No, it just hits. Oh, does it? Mm. You take seven points of piercing damage. Yep. Yep. And then the other one, um, I forgot my D4 roller roll again, uh, getting a three, which is purple and purple rolling hitting armor class 20. C3. There's a miss. And ha, ha, ha. Um, Not really. Oh, <laughs> Not no. Well, I mean, I take everything. And 23 and 21. Uh, both hit. Okay, so piercing damage. You take ooh, 11 from the first one and 6 from the second one. Lovely. Thanks. I think we've missed something. Do you? Mm-hmm. Why? No map. Yes, yeah. it's a bit difficult with that map. I have a pretty good idea where we've missed it as well. Why? What do you think? Up in those dead end bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Would you missed what? The right way through. Uh, feels like we're in the bottom end of a trap. Yep. And when Mike says he doesn't know if we're going to get out of this alive, this is probably what he means. Although... We're just here to rescue you, as usual. Mm. Get Although you out of trouble. We've Meta actually gaming. jumped into the bit that we were about to be flushed into. Metagaming, when we originally went through this same thing in the cairn, these same things were guarding an upward wind blast, which took us to something very good. This is a downward water blast, which might take us to something very good. Yes, I don't know. That's good. 
They're regarding I'm kind of the with Graham. It feels like I think it, it feels like whichever we've, way you we've go, jumped into the bit. Yeah. What, what's the point of a trap that pushes you to the place you want to go? Strikes mm, me. Uh, doesn't yeah. seem very logical. I mean, maybe it's a mechanism to make sure you end up there, but it feels yes, to me that like we've yeah, kind of yeah. jumped but into the bottom of the trap that we weren't supposed to get to. That armour was protecting the true tomb of whatever, yes. isn't it? So they might be protecting another tomb with another piece of artefact. Yeah, Anyhow, no, some of us will get out alive. Yeah, <laughs> that's one way of putting it. Possibly not everyone. See how it goes. I've still got a dimension door. So have I. That's why I say some of us will get out alive. <laughs> I'm sticking. With, I'm staying on your broom. <laughs> Could do a wall of force. I was thinking of doing a sleet storm on them. It's all Paul's fault. Tizzle. Oh. Tizzle. Well, it is. It's not my fault. You didn't have. Yeah. You, you made your own decision to follow. Only when you were about to get attacked did we come and. This is the right way. We're quite happy to go and let you <laughs> sort yeah, out. We, we can uh, come back again later. Yeah, just should we leave it to leave you to it? You can go, but the the magic and reward that comes at the other end. Yes, is we'll is shared. No, not if you don't come. Yes, yes. all the magic's shared. Of course it is. <laughs> we don't want to get into an economy where we have to start charging for healing, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe we right. do. Has it sunk to this? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. <laughs> the other thing I find, frankly, a little depressing is the lack of magic. People, they try. No, they try and write. <laughs> they try and write these adventures, right? They're trying to tease out of you different styles of play. Yeah. 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 End the metagaming, all of that kind of stuff, all the tactical square pushing, all of that business. Rubbish. And I'm like, there is no map here. And the reaction from Graham was, that tells us something. <laughs> 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 How can you have a combat when there's no map? Uh, where were we? Oh, your session. So wanna... Can I see everyone? It's pitch black. Have you got a light spell? No. Okay, I'm um, going to start by casting a light spell. Bloody hell. Okay, the only <laughs> things you can really make out are these two figures, because they glow slightly, but you, you know. Well, have you only got normal vision? You've only got normal vision. I've only got, yeah, normally <laughs> vision. Sake. Little normally legs vision. and normally Sorry. vision. Um, Useless. How far away are they? Um, Glowing things. Oh, I mean, within spell range, unless you're casting something with a very short range. Oh, you mean within 60 feet? This is why, oh, you, yeah, this is why you use a map, Mike, so that we can basically work out how far away they are, position ourselves. That's why you use a map, floor plan. Just to calm you down a little bit, there is no map. Well, you make one. Oh, I just can't be bothered. I don't care <laughs> about it enough. Just a big red square. I knew that you would grizzle about it. Yeah, right? yeah because I'm a baby. Just all the way, like a kid being taken off on some sort of shopping trip that it really doesn't want to go on. <laughs> Did you going know on the holiday the with my car. parents? Did you hear Mike at the beginning back. saying he was underprepared? <laughs> and oh, yeah. I thought I could invest an hour's time in building battle mats for this complex series of caverns with lots of different dips and inclines. But and you can be asked. Changes. Yeah, which we end up going through It take me ages to go. do. <laughs> or I could just have bloody well Dan just being going <laughs> well I wouldn't if you spent the bo- you know if you put a little effort in do you know what I mean it's not too much to ask is it no, 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 no. it did turn out to be exactly too much to ask <laughs> right on we go crushing yes, coin I think they're within range of your I'm going to send coin. the crushing coin flying at them that's bonus action Fine, do it make a roll since armor class 19 is a we're not using clumsy stats like armor class in this combat but <laughs> it is a hit Excellent. For 11 points this is of the new hand uh, radiant mic. damage. Whoa. No, radiant. force damage. Force damage. Force. Force. Oh. Uh, we were all kicked <laughs> off on our radiant noises. Okay. Well, because okay. That, was a, well, that was a bonus action, I can cast a cantrip. Yes, I'll cast um, tumbling dice on it. Wisdom 16? No. 
fails the saving throw. Oh, excellent. So it's a wounded. So I take... I've been listening to Exile on Mainstream. 18 points of uh, radiant damage, sir. Radiant. It looks really pretty seriously beaten up uh, by your attacks at sessions. Hmm. And we move on upstairs, completely oblivious to all of this. Hacker. Well, I've dropped down the chute of... Well, okay, give me uh, an athletics check at advantage. I've got a DC in mind. If you make it, well, you restrict the damage you take. Plus you made it, you made it, you made it. You take half of the following as you're buffeted down through this set of uh, narrows. Mm-hmm. You take 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Okay. You come bouncing through these. <coughs> and then out falling. You can see the slick rock walls speed past you. You've got the waterfall on one side of you as you sort of emerge from it. Crash into a lake. Yeah. Parker, as you break the surface of the water, something very, very odd happens. Let me tell you about something. Firstly, it's just sort of standard odd. Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell you about something else that's much more odd. <laughs> the standard odd thing is that as you plummet through the surface of the water, leaving that kind of... Boom, trail as you go, right? Yeah. Sort of pink white trail of bubbles as you drop. You get to see the bottom of this lake. Uh-huh. The bottom is coated with these fist-sized white crabs that basically spread from the point that you're pushing the, the flow towards. They scuttle away from you. Ooh. The whole pool they got is infested with these things. They've got pincers, you don't know how nasty. It's more a volume thing, it's more a mm-hmm. sheer numbers swarmy thing, you think. Ooh, uh. Bit weird, not very nice. Second thing, an awful lot weirder. <laughs> the pool that perfectly normal as you were... Well, I say perfectly normal. It's a blood-red pool of weird liquid and the chasms underneath a strange interdimensional tomb complex. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, it looked completely normal. The moment you break the surface, it feels like you're in two pools at once, Parker. There's one pool that feels to be the physical pool that you've fallen into. There's another pool that feels like it's a pool that's being, as it were, superimposed, augmented reality style, if you like, over the pool that you're in. Mm -hmm. It's like a psychic shock has run through you. You see two pools at once. They're both red, but the weird superimposed pool has got this strange tree stretching out of it, like a kind of weird black plant, a multi-bowed plant with a twisted trunk and dark branches that are swaying in a wind that doesn't exist. What, sort of like right in the middle? Right in the middle, right where you are. Like it's going out from the base of the lake and spreading its boughs up into the cave. Below you, the moment that you understand that this weird tree thing is growing out of the lake, at the base of the lake you can sense that there are glowing red crystals. And you feel in the back of your mind that the acquisition of these crystals is extremely important. And as soon as that idea has flashed through your mind, the plant has gone, the weird superimposed lake has gone, the concept of the crystals has gone, and you're just floating in this lake as you were expecting to. Who are? Right. What would you like to do next? So, where I am now, how far away are the suits of armour? Give me a perception check. 14. It's good enough. Through the curtain of water you think you can make out a couple of glowing figures or something and you can hear the sound of movement and you suspect the others you probably have to swim down and and through the waterfall to the other half of the lake that you know is there Mm -hmm. and that that's where they are well i'll do that then uncle buggy 
hanging like a rabid weasel from the ankles of Alessandra. Right. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm going to do a guiding bolt. It's got a range of 120 feet. Yeah, absolutely fine. Go for it. So I will do it as a second level spell, I think. Mm -hmm. So add six to this. 24. That's it. 5d6. Wow. That's 19 points of radiant damage. On the one that's wounded. Yes, you blow it out of the sky. It just explodes in a in a shower of armor components, and the glow fades as the different bits of it hiss and steam into the surface of the water. Just like bits clang over the edge, and you hear them just ping, pong, pong, ground down into the abyss. Alessandra on six. Um, Siedi. Alessandra's going to get her longbow out and take a shot. Arm class 10, which is rubbish. Arm class 10 is a miss. Your arrow arcs into the air, misses this thing. And, and you hear it yeah. ting off the stonework. And then as my cunning action, I'm going to fly towards somewhere where Buggy can stand. You could drop him right near the edge. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, you can do that. Buggy's up to his waist, which is about, I don't know, about a foot and a half. Yeah. Buggy, you're right at the edge of this thing. You can feel the void in front of you as this water tumbles over the edge. And you can hear that as it must collect in a narrower point below you, the kind of roar again of the cataract. Yeah. And we move on to... Uh, top of round two, uh, on 23. Uh, there's one of them left, right? There's one of them left. Yes. Yes. I will do dissonant whispers on it. Wisdom save DC 15. I think we've established that this is not a fear effect and it's not a mind control effect, right? It's not. It's psychic damage. Let's roll the signal through. It gets a four. That I don't think is going to be enough. It takes 20 points of damage. It's rocked by your psychic damage and it flies away from you, back and up and away. It's now about 70 feet away. Okay. And then it turns and it flies back down, undaunted, and it looses an arrow at Burple. <laughs> Rolling. It hits armor class 20. Yes. And the second arrow hits armor class yes. 12, which is going to be a miss. You take a total of seven points of piercing damage. Yes. Sessions on 21. I jump the crushing coin onto it. Yep. Hitting armor class 15. That's exactly what you need. Seven points of force damage. Burple spell has okay. severely wounded it. Now you've just that added was my bonus action, and for my action, I will that use the um, tumbling dice on it. Wisdom, and it gets another saving DC throw. 16. It rolls all one. Excellent. Do your worst. So it's uh, mm. yeah. This is doable. Mm. I think good roll, yeah, and this yes. is doable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, it, it takes uh, oh, 17 oh, points of radiant. It bursts apart in a shower of armor fragments that drop into the pool and drop over ah, the abyss. My work is done here again. <laughs> Dear me, that's annoying, Graham. <laughs> Session just rubs his hands. Am together. I speaking for all of us? I think I am. When we say that, that's annoying. Yes, smug. And Graham just is annoying. It's smug. Well, it's not the, on the level of fucker off. Huh? No, exactly. It's almost taking a leaf out of your book, Paul, I have to oh, say. Oh, no, stop That's it. Sort of he kills it, anyway, and then he cracks open a cheese sandwich. Yeah, we go. Pulls out big slither of cheese, and... And uh, he yeah. starts to sausage. The, the <laughs> dim illumination afforded by these floating suits of armour is gone. You're now wall in the half of the pool that's bisected by the Can we stand waterfall. up? 
the closer you get to the edge, the easier it is to stand. Mm. It gently inclines up to the lip, at which point it all tips over. Yeah. Let me just get my reference material. I'm it's cast not a, a map spell. It's reference material. I think material. we need to go over the edge before these crabs come after us. Continue flying. Well, first of all, the water tips over the edge of your infinity pool lip, Paul, as per your yes. holiday brochure. Into a space that opens out beneath you and it seems to run down and then cascade and bounce off a sort of switchback of ledges and so forth. And then you get the sense that once it's tipped over that little narrow section, it then's got another longer fall and you can hear the roar and you can hear another splash like it's falling into another mm -hmm. lake or basin or something. Yeah. Opposite you, though, on the other side of the drop, there is a shelf. You don't know that you could stand up in it. It looks natural. There are no features there, but just so that you know that it's there. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to fly. You're getting the distinct sense that you're in the right place, Purple. Or rather, that you're doing the right thing. That following this flow is the right thing to do. Right. Okay. You feel a bit weird that you're not in the water, but hey. Well, I will tell everybody else what I saw about the crabs and the weird tree with the diamonds at uh, well, red jewel things. I say to Bugroff, do you want to cling on again? Yeah. And I head over, descend downwards. Okay. On you go. On I go. Buggy, do you want to give me a hill? It drops away into the dark. Yeah. You drop 50 feet. Now you can see that the flow is hitting a shelf and then bouncing off out into the void and down through another narrow aperture that looks a bit more difficult to navigate. You want to keep going? Yeah, but oh, it's just heal, Paul. 1d8 plus 2. Do you want me to run it? Dan, have you had any reason to cease your scrying spell? I don't think so, no. It's a concentration. It's concentration, right, but you haven't... Yeah, and it's 10 minutes? Yeah. So you can continue to watch this. Yeah. It's like a James Cameron movie or something, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so the Titanic exploration or whatever, you can kind of follow. You've got this little viewpoint as oh, the probe as the little no, wait, the submersible goes down. Hicks, pan, pan yeah. left. Uh, Go back. Rizbowski. Thank you, Buggy. What is that? It's joined by another tributary at this point. Mm -hmm. And the flow actually increases. But I have good news. These two flows are pitching out into space over the edges of shells and then falling down the centre of a shaft that you could navigate your way around. It doesn't fill the aperture. Yeah. You do have to cross through the flow but I don't think I'm going to make a roll for that mm -hmm. and you emerge into another cavern it's pretty much an echo of the cavern you've left that last one we're calling the Red Lake this yeah. one we're calling the Basin yeah. it's a sort of retort shaped cavern yeah. which is filling with water from the waterfall and then that is in turn tipping over an infinity lip and down into yet another set of narrows. Yeah. You want to keep following it? Yep. You follow the narrows. Now things are getting a little easier. The sinkhole is widening. You're no longer got such a throat-tight tunnel that the water is flowing down. Yeah. And instead, it's spreading over a broader apron of rock. You can follow it down. It gets narrower and tighter, but like you're going down a crevasse. So it's like a curtain of water that you're now flying silently down the face of. And the roar diminishes behind you as you leave that cascade and the basin above you. You reach a point where you can hear the roar build back up again. It's almost like the crevasse bottoms out and then turns up to form almost a U-shape. But then there's a space in the bottom that the water is tumbling through. Does that make sense? Yes, I think so. As you drop down towards that point, 
the water all collects at the base of this U-shape mm -hmm. and then spins and spirals down into some kind of aperture beneath you. Purple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As you turn your viewpoint around and you're following Alessandra through the dark, where Alessandra sees a flat rock wall, you see, outlined in a faint blue radiance, a door or some kind of portal or entrance. Okay. Alessandra doesn't seem to be reacting to it. So we need to head down there and... Uh, can we shout Only him or any of the... I mean, can we see it? No, I'm... You are miles, miles ahead. Oh, I mean, right. you think they've dropped... 100, 200, 300, 400, 500. They're about six or 700 feet below you now. Right. Okay. That's a long way. And you are, in turn, a solid... 300 feet below where the original waterfall pitched over. So they're right. a thousand feet down now, spelunking to the max. Yeah. What, should we follow them down? Got any dimension doors left? Yes. What's the range? 500 feet. Poor old fucking Parker. <laughs> and why don't we just go at a normal <laughs> Every speed? Every time he catches up with you, it's like, yeah. bye! That's what I want, Rick. Why don't we just yeah, go fly down speed. after them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can fly down after them. Yeah. I mean, Let's I mean, roll this forward. Yeah. It's not mm -hmm. complicated particularly. Parker, I mean, there is another set of narrows. Every but let's ten not. foot, he needs to make a roll. <laughs> For Parker, in his ability to navigate surfaces, I can't yeah. see that it's anything is as difficult as that first challenge. And really, I think that he knows what he's about to encounter. But I don't need to go down the water either. Well, not every 15 foot. Walls at the side. The sweepstake mm. can fly down with purple and sessions. I also cast Longstrider at 10 feet to my speed. 150 feet around. That's faster than me. Yep. How fast can you fly Sessions and Purple? 60 feet around, I think. Well, so I'm actually faster than they are. Oh, 50. Sorry, 50 feet. It's 100 feet. <laughs> the idea that Parker is faster than them flying. I think that's fabulous. He's like, come on. You're flying down about 100 feet around. Parker just shoots past you. It's like running down the wall. we're eating our cheese as we go. Yeah. He's careering down. We're going sedately in business yeah. class. You need a sort of little <laughs> hat with a whirlycopter on the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we can imagine that into our story, can't we? Yeah, it's brilliant. I think I'm going to say that the speed that you move and the naturally cautious speed that Alessandra and Buggy are going at, I'm going to say that's fine. You're able to arrest their descent and you can assemble at this door that only Burple can see. Can I do anything with the door? Can I interact with it? It's a very good question. Yeah, basically it's just a secret door. You think that actually it's findable by a normal mortal, yeah. but that you for some reason can see its outline. Yeah. Yeah, you can just push it open. Okay, I'll push it open. There's a passage that leads up and away from you, deeper into the rock face. You can immediately tell Burple as you open the swing the door open that this is being made, this is not natural, even though it's been hewn out of the natural rock. The ceiling is twelve to fifteen feet Does high above wind you. Rush in or out? I would say neither particularly. The air may be a little bit stale. You have to sort of scramble a little up about fifteen feet, twenty feet, twenty-five feet. Who's going? Who's travelling? Who's exploring? Is it just purple? Is it anybody else? Oh, I'm going with. Oh, come absolutely. Should we head that way then? Yeah, I think we should all go that way. You're going more panted. The whole crew. Yeah, tell yeah. that. Yeah, You scramble up this passage after about. 25, 30 feet, you realise that becoming more sharply defined with every step, the floor has been carved into steps. Mm -hmm. As you step onto that bottom step, Burple, suddenly, from your breastbone, tracing away from you, up the slope and up, following this, sta mm. this staircase into the dark, a glistening, blue. misty, blue Line. skein of light. Yeah. Let's 
put you on another map. Ah, <sighs> finally. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to reality. Uh, let's double check something. Some preparation. <laughs> well, has he? It's <laughs> probably just going right to be really shit. Line drawing. You're in a corridor. <laughs> so like two vertical lines. Yeah, it's four and a half foot wide. <laughs> you beg me to go back to the theatre of the mind. Yeah. So much better in there. Please. The popcorn's nicer. Please make Let's it have a look stop. at that. Nope. I see something. It's almost as if we were meant to be here, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's almost as if the whole thing is written in advance. Yeah. There's no free will in this at all. Do you want to keep clambering up? I think the staircase. Uh, I think Alessandra's going to take the lead. In. Do the probe, probe one. Probe one. Oh, we missed you, Paul, with your deadpan, bothered reactions to all dungeon descriptions when you weren't here. Really? We realised that all that happens is I describe these things that you discover, and you go, "Mm-hmm, okay, fine." <laughs> And then you see, like a ribbon of light flowing through the throat of this giant dragon as it flies towards you. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fine. Yeah, all right. Dragon, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> dragon, okay. Yep. Dragon, giant. Whatever. Talk to me, Sandy. Alessandra's going to, yeah. She's going to, yeah. You're yeah, doing it already. Just gonna... You're not even waiting for me to explain no, what you see. No, <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I just, she's just going to kind of make her way through the rest of the party. Just nudge them out of the way. Roll her eyes. Mm-hmm. Coming through. Coming Pick through. Road to the then, front. And then, as always, as I predicted, the map doesn't align to the actual corridor. So, uh, yeah, she's just going to prod. And she's actually flying, so she's not going to be standing on the on the floor. This is what we meant, by the way, when we were talking about the smug thing earlier, Paul. But yeah, carry yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to make any checks? Oh, Shall I asked. do a... I'm, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm rolling a stealth check. Oh my god, and I'm getting a 13. It's just awful. 14. You start working your way up this staircase. It carries on. You want to keep going? You want to move your mini? I'll move my mini. To show me how far you Wait push on. Let me, just, okay. let me just try and rectify things. Oh my god, look, I'm moving up a staircase. How exciting. And <laughs> I'll keep going up. Yeah, again, that's what we were talking about. Yep. And yeah, what can I see? It opens out. That's it interesting. It opens out. Mm-hmm. into a chamber which I shall reveal to you now and a moment plays a letter and a gentleman your call is important to us it's a cave but it's been partially finished by stone workers of course it's a cave massive 50 foot tall dull black doors to your north mm-hmm. carved with both gigantic and tiny runes. Some at eye level, others much larger. Mm -hmm. The metal of the doors seems pristine and freshly forged. Ooh. They look like they're made of stone, these doors, but encased in, like, adamantine plates or some kind of framework. Yep. Give me a straight intelligence check. Anybody else following Alessandra? Are you shouting about what you can see? I'll come up. Yeah, I'll follow up. Straight intelligence, Is there somewhere we can put that key thing that we got? Nine. The quality street thing. The crystal seal? Yes. <laughs> There's no obvious sort of aperture or shelf or space that seems to be designed for it. No. How did you get on with your... Um, not very well. I got a nine. Okay. You think that these runes are in a farty 
the language of the Wind Dukes. Yeah, but I can't do anything about it. But you can't. No, you've got no idea. No, no, that's that's um, normally the case, <laughs> both as a player and as a character. Well, Burp will be able to read them, won't he? Now he's gone scaly. Ooh. You're not sure about that. Oh, good memory. I'm not scaly. Mm. What do you mean? What alignment are you, Alessandra? Or do we want to talk about that in the broom cupboard? Uh, we can talk about that in the broom cupboard. Okay, we're going to the broom cupboard, uh, are we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, off to the broom cupboard, one and all. Okay, let's all go to the broom <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> let's go to the broom cupboard and Paul can tell us about Alessandra's alignment. <laughs> I'm going to switch. See you all in there. Yeah, see in a sec. So, is Paul dodgy or something? What do you mean, is Paul dodgy? Have you have you met him? <laughs> is that why he's going into the broom cupboard to talk about his alignment? Yeah, because he's dodgy. He's, been, he's always been dodgy. Do we trust him? There's a backstory there that's still got to do with... I don't think we entirely trust Alessandra, do we? God, no. <laughs> Alessandra's tainted by the other one. Turns out Paul didn't know where to find his alignment, but there we yeah. are. Right, so... <laughs> I could take Grimbold out of the bag of holding if you want the probe. Doesn't he smell? <laughs> no more than buggy. I'm saying it's about nine in the morning on Thursday the 4th of Fart. So we've got nine in the morning. Peer into the bag of beholding. Mm-hmm. The bag of beholding? Has Grimbold is still got this crown of madness on him? No, he hasn't. Only so he's acting normally. Uh, I mean, he's a zombie, but yes. Okay, I'll let's be precise. Bring him forward he's out of the, the same as he was. Yes. And he can move forward into the room. I say, go forward to the door. Why? He goes, <laughs> And he stumps forward towards the doors. Yeah. Gets right up towards them, standing there looking up at them. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> 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 Nothing's Zubu. happening. He just walked Zubu. straight into the Zubu. door. Hey. Hey. Um, no. um, He's just standing there looking at the doors. Do you want him to, I mean, tell me what you want him to do. Are there any do? knobs or dials or um, handles? No knobs or dials latch or handles. handles. No, no, there's no Tony Latch handle. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. There's uh, nothing. I say walk up and down. The le- uh, I think not even people of a certain age would get that reference. <laughs> no, I don't think. I <laughs> think most of them I mean, This is the reassuring thing about the fact that we know through our the metrics that we get from our podcast host platform mm. that nobody's listening <laughs> to us. <laughs> and that means that we could be free. We literally are just talking amongst ourselves. Yeah. Right, back to uh, Grimbold. What are you doing, Grimby Bimby? He is walking up and down parallel to the doors, just uh, basically looking for pit traps or triggering tri- pit traps. <laughs> And as he's doing that, the Crossroads theme tune is playing. Star Trek thing, but fine. <laughs> it re- it didn't even recognise it. It wasn't the Star Trek tune. Okay, no pit traps. Okay, back back to the... Back Grimbold. Back to the bag of holding. <laughs> okay. Back to the bag of holding. That was a good little cameo. Back Grimbold. Back to the bag of holding. You should be an actor. Honestly. Yeah. Should be the delivery. Actor. Is there something in my eye? I don't know. <laughs> On we go. Anybody else want to do anything? Anybody else want to look at these doors? It's clear. Yeah, I'll look at it's the clear, doors. Uh, do you want to give me uh, an arcana check or an intelligence a check what? or a religion check You or want something? me to do a what? You what? You what? Bosh. Arcana check. Aha. Uh-huh. 12. That's not so bad. 16. Reluctantly, I might have to say that that's kind of enough. Mm. An earth is an earth. You think you've got a sense of what the, the runes say. Purple. Yeah. I knew that. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, what do they say? But basically, 
dare not enter the tomb of Ecosiol, Lord of Aqua, wandering duke, and bearer of the rod of law. <gasps> That's what you think the runes say. Oh, the rod of law. It's probably not here, though, is it? It's just referring to him as the bearer of the rod. Well, that's what I reckon, guys. That's a good question. Mm. Hesty seemed to think that stuff was buried with the great good of the... Yeah, Yeah. so you never know. Can I... But um, but who's going to hand out that I must be descended. There's something going on because you don't really know how you knew what that script said. Oh, purple. Right. I'm going to go and do a fingertip search of these doors. Okay, give me an investigation check. Come on. Can I have a decent roll? Yes, a 21. Okay, there's a couple of things I can tell you about these doors. The first is that there doesn't seem to be any kind of concealed mechanism or hairline cracks or anything like that. Yeah. But they seem to be sealed or locked and your sense is that there is something magical going on there that is beyond your mechanical rogue powers to yeah. negotiate. Right. What did we get from Hesty? What did he give us? He gave well, us something. Well, this, this seal thing. Yes. The seal of office. It's a crystal tablet. Do you want the description again? Does it feel yes. like it might fit anything here? Buggy's already run a practiced eye over things, looking for a, an obvious receptacle for this object, and he's not seen one. Let me just describe to you just this Just bring it close to the doors. Well, who's bringing it close to the doors? I'll bring it close to the doors. It's a disc about a foot in diameter, made of crystal. Mm-hmm. One face is engraved with three runes in Farty that all of you have failed to make the requisite intelligence rolls to decipher. One of them, you think, though, means Ecosiol, because you've seen it elsewhere. The other side depicts a wind duke holding the seal of law up before a pair of massive black doors while standing on a floating disc of air about the same size as the seal itself. That is on the actual object itself. You're wandering up to the doors. Holding it above your head. Yeah, trying to kind of replicate what it shows on the... I get it. Although I suspect alignment has something... You feel a sense of weightlessness, Alessandro. Oh, yes. As you hold this Mm -hmm. seal of law aloft, Mm -hmm. words start to manifest in your mind. Kebab. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) cheese lawnmower cuddly toy the first word is aqua which is the name of the wind duke empire the second word is ecosiol the name of the wind duke general and the third is the word pesh the name of the volcanic plane on which the wind dukes defeated the army of chaos what do you want to do stay you, there just stay there that's it see okay. if anything nothing else happens else. nothing else happens say those words uh, aloud okay if... so you're saying the words aloud yes the moment that you speak those three words aloud the doors swing soundlessly open mm. <laughs> revealing a chamber and a big pile of magic bonus points to Johnny magic for levels bonus points for me yeah, because Johnny thought of the disc and all that stuff. Yeah. Extra experience points for me. No. Didn't go that far. Just a bonus point. Uh-oh. Oh, that no. Looks like Stepping stones. Columns. Windy ones. You can see. Yeah. The chamber contains seven stone columns, each slightly taller than the next, rising slowly 
from the entrance where you're standing to a small platform at the far end of the room before a second set of enormous doors. Oh, bugger. No floor is visible. In its place is a pit filled at a depth of 80 feet. So 80 feet down from where you are, there is a lair or a surface of glowing blue fog. Swirling patterns of wind and lightning dance and howl along the walls and ceiling of the chamber, filling the room with a tumultuous roar. Marvellous. Job for a rogue, I think. Each of the seven columns appears slightly different. The closest column's top is level with the ground in the entrance room where you're standing. The next column is two foot higher. The third rises up to the ceiling, 40 feet above. The fourth is three feet higher than the second one, but rotates slowly God in place crystal as it stands. <laughs> the fifth, fifth column. column's upper surface seems to be covered with a thick layer of what looks like tar and is about one foot higher than the last. The sixth column is two feet higher than the previous Which one. Which one's I'm the fifth two, one? But is made of a lighter coloured stone and the larger column, nearly twice the diameter of the others, stands to the left of the main uh, row. Uh, we're looking at a map, readers, that shows us that, and frankly, the map and that description, <laughs> I mean, I'm I know lost, what you're all thinking. There we go. They must have thought about fly spells. Yeah. 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 They must have gone, you know, these guys are going to have fly spells, and they're going to try them, and they're going to, you know... You don't try. know, do you? That's the beauty of the game, is that you don't know what, what yeah, is... Yeah, but uh, I mean, the idea that you could just fly... Ignoring it all is a bit ridiculous. Oh, it might well, not be everyone can do, you know. Tie, well, tie a rope, bang a rope in, do you know who's making your way He's perfect for this. You. No, Parker. You're the rogue. You're the rogue. Pa- You're the Parker's pro. The, Parker's yeah. the, uh, the nimbly kind of... I think it's a. I think this is Parker all over. Do you reckon... I think it's hop, a roguey hop, type hop, thing. Hop, hop. I thought that's why we brought the rogue along. Yeah, that's why we have the rogue here. You brought the rogue along. Well, we let her tag along. We let her tag along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Alessandra takes out a little black book, makes some notes. Okay. Well, that Very just on. confirms our theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, in, that she in, can write. Well, no, they're just marks mm. on the page. She's pretending. Um, okay. Off you First go. Column. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Tie a rope around Alessandra's waist. Yeah. And who's looking after the other one? Okay. I'll move up to the and hold one of the rope. Oh, thank you. Okay. I'm going to fly and land on the first column. Land on the first column. A couple of things happen. A couple of things happen. First thing that happens is that you're completely fine. It's just a five-foot hop Mm -hmm. using your wings of flying to that first column and landing on it. Yeah. Nothing happens. What do you want to do now? It's just a column. It's not, There's nothing extraordinary about it. Nothing. No. It's the golden child. Okay, and the next yeah. one's the next what, one's a few feet higher. Yeah, it is a little. The second column is two feet higher than the first one. That last one was only a five-foot hop, and now it's seven feet. What do you want to do? Can anybody detect magic? Mm, sort of thing might be able to. We could do. Can we just detect some magic to see if there's any kind of thing that might stop a flying yeah, person I guess I can one. do that what I didn't catch Mike was I'll how do far magic, Mike. how far down are the swirling 80 blue feet cloud? 80 okay. feet below the floor level feet. so at the moment they're 82 feet below Alessandra they'd be 84 feet below yeah. Alessandra were she to be able to jump to the second pillar okay I'm going to walk up to the edge next yes. to Buggy and do uh, tech magic okay tell me about how that works I mean, there's a I shit ton of magic. Little, it's just a question I mean, of what's what. Right? 42 years of experience. 42 yeah, years of experience. you want a DM that you, you know, understands okay. the spell. 
Uh, yes. Yeah. For the duration, you sense the presence of magic. Find magic spell is strangely suppressed. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you can see a faint aura around any of his... When you try and detect magic on your fellow adventurers, they don't seem to have any magic on them either, suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Faint You auras. can detect what? For the duration of the faint spell, auras. you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, paint you can use your action to see faint auras around... <laughs> Any, in, uh, any visible creature or object <laughs> in the area luck. that bears magic <laughs> and you learn the school of magic if any there is a general magical field in the chamber itself you seem to be looking into something which is suffused with magic but that's background yeah. magic like background radiation there's obviously something going on because you've got the lightning yeah. crackles and vortices and whatever yeah column a there's nothing column b there's nothing column c there is a faint magical aura do you want to spend your action and i what tell you what the aura is yeah you can tell me in the broom cupboard uh oh, sure God, you want to jump into the broom cupboard I mean, no, don't really. jump into the broom oh, cupboard because no, no. might break it i mean really i'll see you in there uh, right how do i get into the broom cupboard oh, God. Just, just go away graham just go away Where is the, oh there's mr yeah, where is graham going in the broom cupboard because he's just annoying. <laughs> I love the paint um, reference. Right, so, something that I hadn't appreciated, but now I do, so I will share. Yeah. The third column, yes. yeah, appears to reach to the ceiling, yeah. but it doesn't. Uh. It seems to only be a foot higher than the column before it. The next column seems to be rotating. Right. We may have missed that in the description. I think Mike told us both No, of I got the things, rota rotating part. I missed the fact that the third column appeared to go to the ceiling. Now that we recognise, maybe it doesn't. And it's an illusion that it goes to the ceiling. Yes, I, I think so. Okay, well, right. I will fly to the second column. Alessandra. After the moment told. that you set off into the air between mm -hmm. column A and column B. Yes. You sense a disturbance beneath you. It's disturbance the, the curtains, the flat carpet of blue mist 80 feet below you yes. breaks <laughs> and from it emerge two huge vortices of sort of animated air that rush up the sides of the column towards you. I mean, we're talking about giant creatures. Air elementals. Mm -hmm. mm. They are travelling at a prodigious rate uh, and extending themselves towards you. And we will find out oh. how, oh. Oh. They are, how much trouble you're in. My God. What's going on with this room of columns? <laughs> Have you found the true tomb of Akosiol? Yes. When we pick things up next week. Oh, God. And the, the actual colour, the pharaoh and ball colour that we're talking hey? about. It's a shade, Paul. It's a shade. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Be here all week. I'm here all week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're really here all week. Oh, God. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. A Gathering of Winds and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. A Gathering of Winds was written by Wolfgang Bauer. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening!